When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode, Kiss of Death podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Uh, not sure if Jeremy's going to be joining me this evening. Uh, we had planned on doing this show together, but regardless, it is Thursday night, and we have got some stuff to talk about. Rockets related tonight, Kiss of Death podcast, number one podcast for the fans' first sports network. Uh, also affiliated with the dreamshake.com. So excited to be here tonight um, because we, and it looks like Jeremy is going to be joining us here in just a second. We have got a ton to break down tonight. Um, this is one of those shows that um, I got to be honest, okay? This is not going to be the easiest show to do because. We have to give, we got to report on what's going on Houston Rockets related. And we're going to touch on and mostly talk about the Kevin Porter Jr. situation. Okay. We're not necessarily going to discuss what is, what our feelings are towards 
necessarily the situation as a whole going on with Kevin Porter Jr. and getting arrested this week. We are going to talk about how it impacts the Houston Rockets. It's not to say that we don't want to talk about Kevin Porter Jr. It's much more about how this impacts the Rockets because that is what we are here to do. Jeremy, myself, anybody we have on the show, we are here to discuss Houston Rockets situations. And this is a situation that we have got to talk about. Um, and I'll let Jeremy, it, I just got a text from him. It looks like he's hopping in here shortly. Uh, we're going to discuss this together, but we are going to focus on how this impacts the Houston Rockets on the court. There's news that came out today from Shams Sharnia. And here comes the co-host of the Kiss of Death podcast, Jeremy Brenner. Jeremy, I was, first of all, how are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Always pleasure to talk to you. Always. Uh, I was kind of setting the table for the tone tonight of, unless you've been living under a rock, Kevin Porter Jr. was arrested this week. I waited for you to, what I said was, we're going to talk about how this impacts the Rockets on the court. Because that is the most outside of, hoping that she's going to be okay because she suffered a horrific horrific injuries as a part of this incident. It's a disgusting incident, but I want to keep the focus tonight, the conversation you and I are going to have about how this impacts the Rockets on the court. We are not here, in my opinion. You can tell me otherwise. It's a horrific incident. We're going to, There's a lot of details to come out about this. In my opinion, before we dive into that, I think – we should focus on how this is going to impact the Houston Rockets on the court. Yeah, I think, you know, as, as outsiders in the situation, um, you exactly. and I, yep. we, we can only say so much, uh, I think. But I think it's fair to say, and I think it's, um, you know, correct to say that any violence of any kind is unacceptable and yep. something that we don't condone. Um, no. And I think that that's, that's where it should be. And, and, now that we've seen reports that the Rockets are looking to trade KPJ, maybe see if there's a way that they can trade him. I think it's safe to say that there's a very good chance that Kevin Porter Jr. has played his last game as a Rocket. So yes, that, and you know, we, we wanted to keep it a few days, you know, to let, let it kind of, you know, let, let it breathe a little bit. Um, before we jumped right into it, but this is a reality of the situation. You know, the Rockets, this does change things for their season. So that's what you and I, as the Kiss of Death podcast, one of all things Houston Rockets with the Fan First Sports Network, that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we want to make sure we are on the record, disgusting incident, horrific actions taken against this woman, and we only... Only the only good vibes go towards her and, and her healing moving forward. With that being said, today, uh, news coming out, which is interesting, Jeremy, because the the reports the report came out today. The Rockets are actively looking to shop Kevin Porter Jr. by adding multiple second round picks to KPJ to try and add a ready to play now piece. And the the first of all, this is interesting how it got leaked like this. We have talked about this before, and I think it's still a problem in the Rockets organization. They've got a leak somewhere in that building. 
Because something like this very specific draft compensation, like something doesn't smell right here. I have my thoughts on who it is, but did you not find that interesting that that story broke today? Not that they were trying to move him, because I think everybody thought that, but specifically trying to move him for something that they're looking for, which is a ready now piece and willing to give this contract and these draft picks for him. Because I found that really peculiar. I thought it was peculiar, the fact that any team would be interested in him at this point. See, it's um, you know, to say to say yeah. that automatically, like off the bat, like it's you know, we have no idea how this is going to turn out, right? Yeah. We have, we have just no idea, you know, how this is going to go. Like we look at we look at how Miles Bridges ended up, and that you know has resulted in him returning for this season. Whether that's the right thing to do or not is not for you or I to say, uh, but it also is our place say that we don't condone violence in any regard that being said his charges were dropped so he is not seen in the eyes of the law as a criminal but that doesn't mean you know that that doesn't mean what he did was necessarily correct and the same thing you know will follow kevin porter what no matter what comes out of his investigation and with this investigation now that the league is involved the rockets cannot just outwardly release him which is why it hasn't happened yet and so this is their way, in my opinion, Mike, I don't necessarily think that there is legitimate conversations in actually trying to trade Kevin Porter Jr. I think this is more the Rockets way of saying, hey, we don't want him. Yeah, that's I, what I read out of it. I, but yeah, I think so as well. I think something that's getting lost, though, in these in the, the tweet that Sham sent out, teams are not trying to acquire Kevin Porter Jr., they're trying to acquire the contract that Kevin Porter Jr. has and the assets that the Rockets are willing to attach to it. And it depends on what that team is willing to trade. I don't think because they're just going to look for the, the second round picks or whatever it is, cut him immediately and they can get out of a contract that they don't necessarily want. Think right. the city, Victor Oladipo type of situation because they yes. have him, you know, it's like, they take on Kevin Porter Jr., all this outrage, which will come. But then if they immediately release him and they say, we got out of Victor Oladipo's contract and we acquired three second-round picks. It's right. Any the Rockets could look at. If it could happen, I'm not against it. Because he has played his last bit of ball as a Rocket. You and I may have different opinions. I don't think he's played his last minute in the NBA. I think he ends up coming back to the NBA, which is a scary thought. And I, it's not necessarily how I feel it should result, but I don't think he's played his last minutes of the, in the NBA. I think he's going to end up coming back at some point. It's hard. It's hard to say at this point, just so yeah. early into the investigation, whether it is, it is just, or not. Yeah. That's how I feel. But, what I will say is, you know, that, yeah, there, like situations like Victor Oladipo's in Oklahoma City, that's a very good example of a team that could go and get an additional second round pick or two additional second round picks to, to get a guy like that. New York is another example with Evan Fournier. Um, you know, Philadelphia's Furkan Korkmaz, he's looking to get out of his, uh, his situation in Philadelphia. So, like, there are a lot of similar scenarios around the league that where 
where a trade like this would make sense. Just the circumstances of why this deal is coming about, that's the part that doesn't sit 100% right with me. So I don't, like, I understand it. I personally think that the Rockets would be, I just, it just doesn't feel right. It, like, or, or for any team to engage in a kind of trade, just because this comes up and it just doesn't sound like it's. It's also, so, it's right. also really interesting that the NBA has come out and said that the Rockets aren't allowed to take action against him. But if that's true, then how are they trying to actively trade him? Which is why, and there, there's so much NBA news this week that I think, honestly, we should focus on. I don't know if tonight's show is necessarily the right time to do it, but there's rules coming out about, you know, the their new uh, harsh and you can't sit guys just for the sake of sitting guys. That's big news in the NBA this week. I don't know how teams are going to handle that, but also doing a show like this, you, you and I are on the same page. It's it's never going to be easy to discuss this because it's so early in the investigation, but we have to talk about it. We have to figure out what are the Rockets going to do? Because I don't think that there's a, they can't win in this case. You know, they if they cut him and they, if they cut him, then what happens? What happens if it turns out that he's innocent? Because that's on the table. We don't, I don't think that's what's, I don't think I, listen. Right, and if the Rockets, I, I live in the world of innocent until proven guilty, but there's a lot of things stacking up against him in this case. And the Rockets, it's like if they wait too long, they're doing the wrong thing. If they cut him now, they're doing the wrong thing. They're gonna get slack either way. I don't know which way to jump. If I'm the Rockets organization, I think they're up. You know what creek with zero paddles at this point. Yeah, I think I think with how this has gone about. It, it, the Rockets, in my opinion, their best course of action is to let the investigation play out, let the league do what it's supposed to do, and then go from there. If then you see, okay, he's you know innocent, whatever, then maybe you try to trade him. Um, that that to me is probably the best course of action. Um, were you, you know, what they, what, Were you surprised this news came out as quickly as it did? Because it shocked me when I saw it, like the, the trade, the trade, yeah, like the, the trade interest. Yeah, the tweet from Shams. Because well, I think something's off to me about this thing. But I think, Mike, like like I said before, I think that's more of the Rockets trying to say they're not like say they don't want Kevin Porter without saying it, because they're not allowed to say it themselves. They're not allowed to cut him. They're not allowed to. All they're really allowed to say is trade him, we are. We are aware of the situation regarding Kevin Porter Jr. and we are monitoring it. That is literally all that a team in the Rockets position can really say. And that's all they have done. And then you can get your little, you know, reporters and, and get them and to say XYZ and all that. And obviously, you know, the Rockets have, you know, I guess this isn't the first time something like weird stuff has leaked from the Rockets before. Um, but you know what? I think. I'm telling you, man, they I got they got a leak. They got a bad leak in that building. But is it a bad? Like, I don't necessarily know if it's like a bad leak. Like in the past, like in the past, there have been bad leaks, right? I don't know if this is necessarily a bad leak. I don't know. It's look, it's pretty bad. It's just incredibly unfortunate. Like the whole situation just sucks. Like I, I, it, like thinking about it, it just it just doesn't make 
the heart is not feeling warm and fuzzy about all this. And, and there's just, yeah. yeah, she has a rocket connection too. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's yeah. John Lucas is go down the rabbit hole, and we can talk yeah. about how all of this is just, you know, it it, it only gets worse. Like it, it, the whole situation is is bad. It's it's bad. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sucks, and the Rockets should just cut their losses now. Look, at this, like, should the Rockets have taken a chance on Kevin Porter Jr. back in 2020, 2021, whatever? 100%. Yes, and, and, they, and they did what they, they, they did as much as they could. And I think, you know, as much as I like, don't want to like dive into this too much. Felicia Stone, uh, Rafael Stone's wife, tweeted something out the other day, and I, it, it really like I thought about it. I don't know if she kept the tweet up. Yes, she did. Um, so she tweeted this on Monday, shortly after the news dropped. Uh, Destruction can be beautiful to some people. Don't ask me why; it just is. And if they can't find anything to destroy, they destroy themselves. I thought that was a really, like, well said without saying it, like, way to encapsulate all of this. Because we know how, and it just, you know, going into it, just like knowing Kevin Porter's story up until this point, it's just, it's a sad story. Like, his life is a sad story. Like, it's just, you know, lots happened in his life, not a lot of good, you know, and he has a tremendous talent, you know, 50 points in a game and you know, all these hardened comparisons and just, you know, that's, like there's a lot of talent around him and there still is. And it's just, but there gets to a point to where you can't, you can you can only do so much to help someone. And if they're not willing to take that help and if they're not willing to do what they need to do to better themselves. Well, let's, I, I agree with you. Let's bring this back to the, the Rockets on the court because this does have major implications on the Rockets plan moving forward. And I've seen, I'll present you with both sides that I've seen. I've seen people say this is going to be a him take everything else out, take Kevin Porter Jr. off of this roster because he's going to be off this roster. I don't know what's going to come back to the roster, but let's look at what is here now because taking Kevin Porter Jr. off of this roster, in my opinion, actually helps the development of the guys that are already here. I think it opens up more playing time for Cam Whitmore. I think it opens up more playing time for Amen Thompson. I think it brings up more flexibility with the roster. And you don't have to try and pigeonhole him into a specific role. So 
in no way, shape, or form am I saying this, this is a blessing in disguise. It is not. I am simply talking about this from on the court, the Rockets roster, removing him from the roster is going to help the development of this team for this upcoming season. I still think they could use another veteran point guard. Campaign comes to mind. I don't know where – I think Campaign's going to want to go play more for a contender. But I think some decent minutes could be had here. I think Campaign would be a good addition to this locker room. Though Those are my thoughts about on the court, Kevin Porter Jr. not being here, if that turns out to be the case, which I think this is where it's going inevitably. Yeah. Um, like, you know, like, obviously this is not a good situation with the Rockets. They didn't want this to happen. But no, absolutely not. There is some, like, the way the Rockets will have to adapt from this situation. Amen Thompson is probably the one that gets the most minutes. Uh, like, like, there's no log jam in that. Like, the, the log jam that there was in that backcourt that we were thinking about, it's it's not as prevalent. Um, right. And not, that's not to say that there won't be, you know, a log jam in that backcourt, because there probably still will be. Um, but it, it's going to be different. But, like, the frustrating part to me about all of this is, like, like, and I know Ty Ty Washington's with the Bucks now, but it's, like, if this had happened, you know, like, Ty Ty Washington just with the Rockets. Like, he was their first round pick last year. And he had to go through his whole little Ty Ty tour of the summer. Houston to Atlanta to OKC. Out of OKC and now to Milwaukee. And, you know, who knows if he'll stay on with Milwaukee or not. Um, but, like, the Rockets, like, he could have been someone that's there. I don't know. Maybe they bring Dacian Nix back. Who knows? Oh, God. I mean, I'm not, I'm not oh, saying it's going to happen. Please, please don't but, even joke. Please, yeah, like, dear God, don't. Look, everyone's going to have to pitch in for what Kevin Porter's contributions were going to be, you know, going into the season. And that is a joint effort, but the Rockets have enough pieces to where they'll be able to shoulder that load and be okay. That, that's, that to me, is, is kind of how I see things. Um, and and maybe, maybe this is a situation of, you know, there's one less cook in the kitchen. And they'll be able to, you know, be be kind of okay. Um, but I, I don't necessarily think this is a good thing for the Rockets. You know, they obviously wanted Kevin Porter there. Um, and even if you know the even if the outlook for him wasn't looking good beyond this season, like if they were going to just cut him after the season anyway, um, because he was only going to make a million dollars in twenty four twenty five, and there was just so much. Um, you know, there were all so many guards on the roster that just had more upside and, you know, drafting wise and all of that. Um, but it's still not what the Rockets had envisioned going into the season. And it's not what Ime Odoka, like Ime Odoka's plans are now starting to change because of this. And the Rockets are, you know, just about a month, uh, two, three weeks away from going to training camp. So um, yeah, it's just, it, it's not ideal. Like let's, let's not, let's not use this and say, Hey, oh, the Rockets got away with something here and they were able to kind of get out of jail free card with, with Kevin Porter Jr. because he decided to do... It's a terrible one. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that, honestly. But, like, yeah. it's just... I got like you. Making, making poor decisions off the court. It's just, um, you this... know, it's just... It's not good for the Rockets. But, but what they can do is they have time 
to build the bridge and move over it. It's also, I mean, this is a guy that was an, I don't want to misquote here, but when Ime Udoka had his press conference, there were not many players that were at that press conference. Kevin Porter Jr. was one of them. That mm-hmm. was a, that was documented because I, I vividly remember there was video of Ime dapping Kevin Porter Jr. up. I think it was in the hallway. I don't think it was in the actual conference room. But that's something that sticks out in my mind is that this is obviously a guy that was committed to this team. And like I said, it, it opens up avenues for more minutes for, for guys on the roster. That's how I perceive it at this point. I don't know what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks because I think you made a great point. We don't know where this is going. This could take a lot of different turns into uncharted territory for the Rockets. And that's why I think the, the, the screams are so loud on social media. Just cut them and be done with it. And it's yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy, it's interesting. And, and they can't do anything right now because the NBA has stepped in. I think the NBA is in no man's land too, because yeah, I said it before and I'll, and I'll say it again for people who are, are now tuning in. Thank y'all very much. You're not allowed to cut him, but you're allowed to shop him to trade him. It's it's, it's well, like I mean, weird. Like, oh, it gives me. Like you're, you're also allowed. You're also allowed to tell Kevin Porter, "Hey, don't come." Oh, there's no way he's done. Yeah, he's not coming to, to training camp. Yeah, and I and I honestly think that that's probably how the situation is going to go. Um, they'll they'll probably say, "Hey, like you know, the the investigation will go on for." However long it goes, it could pro- it's probably going to go into the season. Season's only a month or so away yeah. from starting. I think um, he's I think he's due back in New York. Uh, I saw a tweet about his next appearance in New York is a night that we play a preseason game against San Antonio. Not that that has anything to do with anything. Yeah. Uh, so so that's it. so but, that's in a month from now. It's in a month from now, and that's his first yes. hearing. Yeah. So so yeah, that's the first time going to be that. numerous. It's probably in multiple numerous hearings on this case and. Uh, you get to a point to where uh, yeah. it's it's dragging on in the season. And my guess is that Kevin Porter will be on the roster, but he will not be in uniform, nor you will he be on the sidelines. Yeah, you can't bring it'll him be, in. It'll be like a John Wall situation, but not yes. – but just not, not in the – in not the same uh, manner. As soon as, he, as soon as he walks in the building – it's it's over. Like no matter what else is going on, every reporter. If he walks in the building. No, but no, no. That's why I'm saying you can't bring him to camp. Like you cannot have him anywhere near camp. Period. You can't have him anywhere near the building, because as soon as that happens, questions are going to be made to Fertitta. Questions are going to go to Stone, Udoka, his teammates. Like you cannot have that in the building. And I'm not I'm not advocating one way or the other. I'm just telling. That's what will happen. Yes, that's my opinion. But you and I both know immediately that's what happens if you invite him anywhere near the building or camp. That's why he he ain't going to be invited. Yeah, it's just I hate this. I hate this. You know, just I hate the situation so much. I do. I do too. And it's it's sickening. It's horrific. It's sickening. It's just there's so many adjectives we can come up with that describe it, but it's just. It's it's bad. It's, That's what I'll use for it. From the from the Rockets, 
again, and, and you're, and I thank you because you're one who's taught me this, that when you look at the organization as a whole, right, they moved on from Silas because they wanted to bring in a new culture. That's a, that's a big word. It's a new era of Rockets basketball. And whether Kevin Porter Jr. gets convicted of this, did this, that that's out of our control. We're just going to talk on the things that happen relating to this organization. When you talk about what's going on with Kevin Porter Jr., immediately, because he's involved, the Rockets are involved. Ime Udoka, the situation that happened in Boston. These are two giant issues that the Rockets now have to deal with going into the season. And I'm very intrigued as to how they're going to handle this. And I think Ime Udoka, hopefully those issues are in the past. I pr- Honestly, dude, I pray for Kevin Porter Jr. that he gets the help that he needs if he was involved in this situation, which it looks like he is. But I want to choose my words very carefully. I pray for all parties involved. This new era of Rockets basketball is getting off to a really rocky start. And I just, the see, I hope the season gets started sooner rather than later. Is that a fair way to put it so we can focus on Rockets basketball? Because that's what I want, man. It's not that we deserve it or anything like that. It's just, like you said, man, it's just props to, to having the conversation like we're having it. Because not a lot of people can do this, Jeremy. It's hard. Like, it's hard to sit down face-to-face and have this conversation and try and bring it back to basketball. But that's where I hope we can move it. And I hope we've done a decent enough job for people who listen tonight and tomorrow and beyond presenting our opinions, but presenting the facts in an appropriate and factual and respectful manner. Yeah, and, and one of the facts is, the, is that the Rockets have a few weeks to be able to take this and let it marinate and toss it away. And that that's what you have to do in a situation like this. Acknowledge it, condemn it, move on. And the Rockets, that's what they're going to do as much as they can. And for me, I'm when it comes to this, yes, we the, the main focus is ensuring that the victim is given, you know, as much um, justice as possible. Um, But then speaking from a Rockets perspective in the state of this team, moving on as quickly from this as possible and focusing on building this team, because there's a lot to like about this team going into this season and they shouldn't let if they can, they should not let something like this derail that. And and it would be unfortunate if something like this did derail that. And there's no doubt that they, that this is going to affect the team in some way, shape, or form. What it is, we we have no idea. We have we have no idea. But what we can hope is that the veterans on the team, Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, you know, Bobon, Rock Prop Back Bobon. Aaron Holiday, these guys can rally these younger players and channeling channeling the energy into Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the court success. And I do think that there is potential with this group. This is a very tight-knit group, very talented group, even without Kevin Porter Jr. Would have been more talented with him, yes. But the reality of the situation is Kevin Porter is 99% never going to play for the Rockets again. I don't want to say 100% because obviously we don't know the future, but I think there's a very good chance he's not going to be back. So accept that reality, move forward, and go play some Rockets basketball. Yeah. Do you, the last question I want to ask you in, this this crossed my mind today. Do you think that the the league as a whole, players wise, I'm talking about players only. Do you think the players are closely monitoring this situation with how the Rockets are going to handle it? And what I mean by that is, when something like this comes up, do you think that players look at it and? I guess it's an unfair question to ask you, and I want to make sure I phrase it right. There are going to be players that look at this and say, the Rockets should immediately cut him. I would never want to be a part of an organization that would hold on to a guy that is accused of this. Then there's going to be other guys that say that they, kind of like you, that they want all the facts to come out before the team takes a drastic measure of cutting a guy, trading a guy, or whatever it is. Do you think that players are closely monitoring the situation with the Rockets to see how they handle the situation and it could potentially impact their willingness to want to be a part of an organization, a regime that handles this situation one way or the other. Well, I'll say this, like for you and I, as observers, we are observers in the situation and we are somewhat commenters, but mostly we are observers. Yeah. This is, you know, we don't know Kevin Porter Jr. We don't know the Rockets personally. Like, you know, this is this is just a news this is a news story. And it just so happens to be someone that we are we we know through observation. Um, a guy that we I mean a player that we've closely covered. I mean, we've done a show literally right, every game right. that he's been a rocket. So we're familiar situations with situations like this happen all the time all over the country and all over the world for that matter. Um, and this one just happens to be more public because the, the person that is sure. accused of all of this is a celebrity. Um, and, but, but at the, at the end of the day, this is just a news story that we're all following. These players, this is their teammate. This is yeah. their coworker. This is their friend. This is their brother. This is their, like, this is someone they are, fully in like 
they've bled for him yeah. in, in a in a like to come out with a Roman Empire esque. They way they backed him. They backed him even when he walked yes, out. Yes, they backed after. him. Yeah, yeah. They the organization stood, stood him. behind him during that. Yes, and and I'm sure that there is some effect, especially for the younger players on the roster, people that may have looked up to him because mm-hmm. of you know what he's been, you know. So it's it's just very um, so yeah that is like to to say that it's just not gonna affect these players is is silly. It's it's not it's not it correct. It will other. affect them in one way or another. Yeah, um, it could be. I you know what? Yeah, we don't know. This could have been the last straw. These players could have been tired of his antics up until this point. And they're glad but it, that it's still, it, it affects them. It affects them psychologically. It affects them mentally, oh, emotionally. Like it affects all of that, and and it makes you it makes you think. Um, but I think that with with the way the Rockets are, right? You know, the Rockets are a team that's you know even younger than me. I think the average age of the Rockets at this point is still younger than my age. Uh, you know, twenty five point four or something like that. But they're like twenty three something. So like, and and I do. I feel like I'm in that very, you know, I, I'm like the perfect. I, I like to call myself a zillennial. Like you're the millennial. I'm the zillennial. Mm-hmm. Because I, people say I'm Gen Z sometimes. People, but I I do identify with a lot of like millennial things. And I do think that the topic of like mental health and the topic of you know just like things like this are very Gen Z coded. And this is, and the Rockets are a Gen Z team. Like this is a Gen Z built team, and you know, like guys like Jalen Green wearing like the black nail polish and all that, like in social media, like that was not you were not seeing a player like that come out in the two thousands and the nineties. Like like players like that were not coming in the twenty twenties. There's Jalen Green, so it's like this team is needs to operate differently than say a team from 10, 5, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. hope that the and the core of the team is is a lot of that as well. Tari, Jabari, all these guys are 20, 21, 22. Um, so I do think that they need to – and I do think that they care about, like, you know, looking out for one another and, you know, like caring about one another, like, off the court. Like, it's very Ted Lasso-y. Like, I, I don't know. Video. Maybe I'm totally off. No, there was a but, video today where Atari was Atari and Cam Whitmore were driving around yeah. listening to music together. So I hear what you're saying. I totally agree. And the, the thing is, like, stuff like that was happening, you know, in in the 2000s, in the 90s, all that. Like, that, like, that's not the difference with this team. But the way these kids are dealing with trauma and how that is more of a discussion now and how – because people are – people are more willing to express when things are bothering them or when, and maybe things, you know, this will, I, I don't know. I could be going on a total tangent at the no, moment. I, 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 I am at this point. So I don't want to, I don't want to go even further because I feel like okay. I don't want very long at the end of the day. Look, the Rockets take care of yourselves, please. Uh, anyone listening to this, take care of yourself, please. Um, and if you're a victim of, you know, of violence, you know, go, you know, I hope you have the strength to go and seek help. A hundred percent. And I think that's a perfect 
place to leave it. Um, Jeremy, I got to say, man, we've done, what, 400 and 450 shows separate together. I think tonight, honestly, may have been my favorite show we've done because it's just real. Like, this is – there. there was no script. Like, you and I – for better or for worse, I may look at it. We don't sit down and, and hammer out notes most of the time. We just turn it on. We have a conversation. Um, and that's, I just wanted to tell you that in front in front of everybody. So um, any show with you, Mike, is my favorite show. Well, you're, you're, you're halfway decent people. Uh, listen, we are close to Rockets basketball. Uh, we are going to come out with a uh, much more solidified schedule once training camp starts up. Uh, I think we're going to want to go at least two times a week, probably closer to three or four times a week, just with observations from practice so we can keep you guys up to date on a show. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. Uh, If you're on Twitter, make sure to follow the Kiss of Death podcast on Twitter at RocketsFFSN. You can follow my very talented co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. And you can go follow my co-pilot, Mr. Michael Brown at Mike Brown underscore 2020. We will be back live with you guys at some point this weekend. Dolphins play Sunday night football. My boys are going to 2-0, so maybe, Jeremy, you'll do Sunday night. Maybe I'll. Huh? They Are they? Yeah, they're going to beat New England, but we don't need to get into that. Well, let's leave this on very We'll make sure to post when we're going to be live next. Thank you all so much for taking the time to tune in tonight. Listen tonight, tomorrow, and beyond. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.